Sports Minutes with Elliot Danker and Ziaul Roshan. Money of M89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker together with Ziaul Roshan. Another week um, and right smack in the middle of the... Singapore Football Festival. Yeah, it's uh, Singapore Festival of Football. Oh, that's and, right. <laughs> and we, we're really excited to have all these teams here. I think we already talked about it last week. But yesterday, it was the main attraction. Liverpool are in town. But was it the main attraction? That's interesting, right? Because we've been talking about how when Spurs were in town just a couple of days prior, uh, they were putting on quite the show. Uh, a lot of media outreach, a lot of events on Yomin. Obviously, very popular here in Asia, here in Singapore especially. And then Liverpool comes to town. A lot of legends doing all these events on about we walk into the stadium wait a minute only 28,000 ah. yeah that was quite disappointing especially when you consider it was a Sunday it yeah. was 5pm which for me seems like perfect. a perfect time to perfect. host this event because you finish early enough to then not have a knock-on effect on your week ahead yeah. and family day Sunday stuff like that but I was quite surprised and I still thought 28,000 people there would be some form of atmosphere and noise fair play to the Liverpool fans who are listening in I think the noise was palpable, especially during the You'll Never Walk Alone rendition at the top. But then it got a bit silent, didn't it? I, I don't know. So I, I wanted to double check, right? And, and we were at the game yesterday. We found it very quiet from in the stands. So I listened back to some of the highlights of uh, the preseason goals, right? Which It was a 4-0 win against Leicester. So you know how these sports broadcasters, they will definitely put out, oh, Liverpool's mm. been doing well. Darwin Nunes has been scoring. And in those clips... I could hear crowd, crowd noise. Yeah, from an editing perspective, that might have been stitched oh. in. But, 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 but to be fair, to be fair, I'm not here to say there was no noise at all. But overall, there were four goals that Liverpool scored and yeah. every goal was cheered on. When Alisson came on in the second half, it was cheered on. But just as an atmosphere for a football game, I again take into consideration it was a preseason friendly. Yeah. But when you consider the atmosphere of Liverpool playing in front of you... It's a bit odd. A bit it was, off. It because was. last year, when Liverpool came to town, they had a preseason game with Crystal Palace. That game, right? I was seated very high up in the stands, uh, in the stands rather. Uh, this round yesterday, I was lower, and there were a lot more crowd, right? But that game last year was a lot louder. Yeah. Was, and I think it was more expensive as well. Exactly. And Liverpool then played one game against Crystal Palace, so it does make me wonder whether a lot of these fans. Twenty eight thousand is yes. Not a great crowd, but it's still a crowd. But I'm guessing there might be a bigger crowd for Bayern Munich. But anyway, with regards to the atmosphere, I know there have been a lot of heat online, especially in terms of people questioning the crowd. <laughs> so, so we went for the post-match press conference, and here's what Jurgen Klopp had to say about the atmosphere and his team's performance. Brazil is top. Nobody, nobody's injured. Um, just a few knocks. This atmosphere was top during the game, but especially after the game. The lab we had afterwards is, uh, was, is, is really special, I have to say. We now experience it a couple of times, but it's special. What the people are doing here, thank you for that. Obviously, we scored wonderful goals. That was all good. Great other chances, that was good. Um, first half, the, the, the high press didn't work pretty well because in, in moments we, we got better and then we, we won the ball high up the pitch, which is important. Um, but that's why we, we had these situations where, where Leicester could go through with the speed. It's really tricky for the fullbacks in these moments to be in the right position. Um, we start these kind of things slightly in between. Everybody knows that that's not new, another problem. The thing is just the boys around the ball, they have to put real pressure on the ball. That's what we didn't do. The second half much better. I think we realised that immediately um, looked better. Um, said it was really important for us to see that because we spent a lot of time with that um, on that and um, yeah. 
First of all, he's happy because it wasn't windy. You know how he gets when it's windy. <laughs> Second, it's Jurgen Klopp. Who who can uh, dislike Jurgen Klopp? He's such a nice guy. Yeah, to be so fair. So he's saying nice things. Yeah, exactly. Mm. And it's his duty as the club manager to say nice things. And we talk about the atmosphere at the game. I must say, the post-match lap, Klopp even gave that famous Klopp fist bump. Yeah. And there was a good rara. There was okay. a good atmosphere. And I, I give credit where credit is due. Liverpool as a football club really engaged their fans very, very of well. Course, of You've course. You've seen videos online yes. of Mo Salah spending time signing yes. of autographs. Van Dijk the same, taking yep. photos with fans so I don't think it's a question of if the fans are giving back to them I think it's more what I would like to address is what is this atmosphere and why is it like that okay so we're not here to criticise Liverpool Football Club nor are we trying to criticise Singaporeans for that matter we are questioning do Singaporeans know how to have fun at these events do Singaporeans know how to enjoy sports because we have a culture of or we are in the culture of you know it's, I, I was just talking to a friend uh, uh, over the weekend uh, he had a Masters League rugby game and it was against this other school. They're all alumni. They were losing, didn't lose too well. This 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 opponent didn't lose too well, got into a fist fight. And I'm like, come on. Yeah. Rugby, gentlemen's game, where's your brain? Exactly. And I like your question. The million dollar question is, are Singaporeans equipped with the 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 savvy to enjoy these events? That's yeah. the question, right? Because more often than not, I do it sometimes as well, not in a media capacity, but sometimes when I'm a fan, you want that selfie, you got your phone out for the duration of being there. Yeah. Are you actually there at the event? Are you actually singing along? Are you actually part of the festivities? That's my problem. I'm here to get a selfie with the player and then I put on Instagram and show everyone I was there. You know, why not look at these events, these moments through your own eyes and not through the phone screen. Exactly. And and, and any picture you, you look up online of a sporting event, if a goal is scored or something, I dare you to go and count in the crowd the number of handphones that people are holding up. Ridiculous. And that then goes to the point of not actually being there. And yes. yesterday, going back to the event, there was even a failed Kalang wave, which to me, oh, really? 28,000 people, <laughs> and then suddenly they try to conjure a Kalang wave. You can do one lap yeah, around the sure. National Stadium, I'll think. But hey, I've had my say about the atmosphere. Here's what Deepen had to say. He put out that piece about the atmosphere. He's received some flack, but let's listen in from him and get his opinion. Yeah, I thought the atmosphere was pretty dull today. Um, given the fact that, you know, last year uh, we saw Liverpool uh, play Crystal Palace in a 2 0 win and we saw over 50,000 fans then. Uh, and that atmosphere, you know, is something that I still remember. Uh, whereas this one, you know, really pale in comparison to that. Uh, multiple factors, of course. Uh, the fact that Liverpool still have one more game to play here in Singapore, which is a bigger prospect, right, against Bayern Munich. Uh, at the end of the day, the reality is Leicester are a second-tier side at the moment. Uh, and that's perhaps why fans may have chosen to attend the Bayern game over this one. Uh, but all in all, you know, I thought the, the action on the field was great, but uh, the atmosphere really did not live up to the building of the match. I take your point about Bayern being a bigger draw, but you've covered Liverpool since they arrived. Overall, surely, the, the, the fandom for Liverpool is still strong. Yeah, and, and I think they have shown it, uh, especially at the open training session. I think uh, Liverpool fans really made quite a huge draw uh, from the start to till the end. Uh, and I think Jurgen Klopp and his players also have lapped it all up since their arrival. Uh, even after training ended, they went on a lap of honour almost. And uh, the same thing happened um, for the match as well. Uh, and I think fans, while they are keen to you know get their autographs and, and pictures, uh, I think it's almost like a, a Singaporean thing where during the match they stay quiet uh, until uh, the goals are scored. 
which is something that may surprise foreigners coming here for matches because even when you go overseas for matches that's not that's not the case uh, where you see uh, fans create an atmosphere from start till the end uh, we didn't get that today I think that has to be said although although for balance uh, Jurgen Klopp seemed uh, pretty fine with the atmosphere he called it a great atmosphere uh, he called he, he said the fans were, were really enjoying and, and I think that's his perspective but from my perspective at the media tribune at the National Stadium it wasn't great that was uh, Dipan Raj Ganesan, who is Straits Times sports reporter, writing uh, about the event post-match. You can check it out on straitstimes.com. Uh, yes, probably we'll have more fans at the Bayern game, uh, although it'll be weird because it's in the middle of the week. Um, I, think I, I think I know where this comes from, you know, uh, uh, Roshan. Uh, sports Day. Mm. Because, I mean, it's time for you to touch your heart, right? And ask yourself, during Sports Day in school... How much were you there supporting your friends, right? How much How much were you shouting for your class? Mm, mm. Uh, or were you more interested in the Milo truck? I was or just going to say that. Finding an excuse to skip sports day. Deepan talked about how it might be a bit surprising for, for foreigners because we only cheer when the goal happens. Yeah, maybe we don't know how to show support. Yeah, I think you asked some very pertinent questions in terms of what we grew up with and what we're used to. From a foreign perspective, I've had the privilege of watching a few games at the stadiums like Old Trafford, New Camp, mm. and various stadiums across London. Most recently, I was at the FA Cup final, and it's really a match day yeah. experience. Yes. It's singing from start to finish. I was at the FA Cup final where United conceded after 12 seconds, mind you. And that didn't dampen any yes. spirits. Yes, it was a cup final. It wasn't a preseason friendly. But I do wonder, all this excitement over having Liverpool in our own backyard all this excitement to take selfies, why does it go flat when the match is happening? That I don't understand. Deepen was writing the article as he was watching the match and I heard him sing at least one or two Liverpool cheers <laughs> and he's not even a Liverpool fan. So you tell me. Although I would say go to a Singapore netball match. Mm. There is an atmosphere there. I love the girls, what they play. They are my inspiration. And I love the fans even more because it's a proper, proper atmosphere. Yeah, I guess then the argument for that is why are we giving Singapore the netball so much support when this foreign team who we claim to love and spend all our money and time on, <laughs> where is the support, right? It, it's, it's a bit puzzling. And I want to make reference to that Spurs-Leicester game. I was at both those games and I feel the Spurs-Leicester game had a much better atmosphere, which is quite telling. And that's down to the Sailors bringing some noise as well. So fair play to the Lion City Sailors fans group who brought the noise to uh, the National Stadium last week. Mm, oh, yes. Uh, and, you know, it, it felt even good. It felt even better, rather, when uh, the Sailors scored first. <laughs> so the, a little bit of belief there, but I don't. I still think I still think that we are maybe a culture that uh, just doesn't know how to let loose and let go. You know. I, I tell you one thing though: the loudest cheer yesterday was reserved for when the referee, the Singaporean referee Farhad Muhammad, made a mistake. So you talk about Singaporean <laughs> culture. The referee Caillou culture uh, yeah, is yeah, still yeah. entrenched in each and every one of us, and. We, we can spend days talking about this. I Hopefully, we are changed on Wednesday uh, when Liverpool take on Bayern Munich. But it wasn't just that, right? We talked about football as well. And of I course. managed to ask Jürgen Klopp about Darwin Nunes purely because he arrived for big money. He's going to have a big season ahead. He's already got four goals in three games. Can he fulfil that $85 million price tag in the second season? Oh, I don't think I have to tell our fans. Um, it's uh, pretty much uh, traditionally or historically the case that um, for us, usually players, especially fancy players, um, besides maybe uh, 
sometimes it needs more time. That's how it is. And um, I think um, the signs Darwin showed um, were really last season already really good injuries. The red card was not helpful really in, in the start directly. Um, and, and these things, but it's, it's all good. We just have to find together in, 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 in different in different setups. They all they all are a threat. They all are good footballers. The, the ticket into the team will be the readiness for defend, because you never heard about a team being really successful with a sloppy defending. It will just not happen. So and that's for Darwin the same like for all other strikers as well. Because I'm, I'm I know about the quality uh, what they have and um, they need to do both like our. Other players have to do both as well, defend and being influential in all the offensive uh, situations. So, um, no, that's good. You can see he's a handful still, as there was the speed and the goal is a typical goal, goal scorer um, uh, goal. Being there, smelling it and, and finishing it off. Um, in training, he looks really good. He's fit. That's that helps. So, um, and now two more games and then Chelsea. Let's see. Can I be honest with you, Elliot? Yeah. The reason I asked Jurgen Klopp that question is because Manchester United, here we go, Rasmus Hoyland, who's going to arrive for a big money fee. Yep. So Jurgen Klopp obviously had to tie through embedding a big money striker into his team. So I wanted to get his opinion on any advice for Hoyland and for the United fans who will be expecting big things from Hoyland. But to your point, he's one of the most charming guys around, of Jurgen course. Klopp, and he's obviously backing his player fully. And I tell you what, Liverpool fans have plenty to be excited and looking forward to because Nunes looks quite sharp. I tell you what, I'm optimistic after after our conversation. I've decided that we need to learn to be patient. Mm? You know, we have to be patient with the new signings as, uh, you know, with uh, Darwin Nunes looks very sharp during preseason. So probably we have to be patient with him. United fans will have to be patient with Rasmus Hoyland. And as a Singaporean, I'll be patient with uh, our Singaporean fans because I think Singaporean fans are saving the best for when the Lions, the national team, play in the stadium again. Majula. Sports minutes on Money FM 89.3.